Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're talking about buildings that are built so fast they cannot be possibly structurally sound. Well, guess what? They're not. These buildings have been called tofu dreg buildings. It's not unusual in China to see 30-story buildings being erected in a fraction of the time that we see in North America, sometimes in only a few months. That's incredibly fast. These buildings are clearly visible during construction. You see row upon row of concrete slabs being poured on top of a grid of concrete columns. Many of them don't have even the proper shear walls. Observing virtually anything in China is very impressive. They throw armies of people at solving virtually any problem. I've witnessed this firsthand on visits to China, and many of the projects are being built by very low-paid migrant workers. The problem using this approach in construction is that these buildings are structurally unsound. Concrete requires time to cure and harden. Concrete buildings have forces to contend with apart from just gravity. The lateral loads on the building due to wind loading, for example, can cause them to collapse like a house of cards. The number of high-rise building failures in China is alarming. We're talking about buildings that are about 20 years old. These buildings should not be failing, not even after 50 or 100 years. We all witnessed the failure of the Champlain Towers, a 12-story beachfront condominium in Surfside, Florida. It partially collapsed, causing the deaths of 98 people. That failure was headline news for days following the collapse. Now, the failure of that building was clearly related to salt water penetrating from the beachfront environment, causing erosion of the structural steel in the sporting columns. The building was engineered to withstand hurricanes, but it was not properly maintained, and the underground saltwater environment was a silent killer. But they're not contending with that in China. On May the 18th of this year at 11.30 p.m., a 28-story building in Shenzhen, China, shook violently and wobbled. The building was evacuated. Some residents called the police. The official news stated that nothing's been found. There's over 500 apartments. The specified lifespan of these buildings is 50 years, and this particular building was only 23 years old, far below the design lifespan. Another building, the SEG Plaza building in Shenzhen, was evacuated in 2021 after it shook violently. That building had set a Shenzhen speed record of building a floor in 2.7 days. It was also completed in the year 2000 and became unstable just 21 years into its life. On May 23rd, a video of Ruxiang Yehong Villas in Ruyan City surfaced of apartment owners demonstrating the structural columns and beams in their apartments were actually fake. The columns and beams were made of drywall, and when they smashed them with a hammer, there were no structural elements on the inside. It was just a facade. Other buildings have collapsed under construction. For example, on April 20, 2022, the basement of Xianghui Langcheng in Langxi City collapsed. Online video showed crumbled columns which then caused structural beams to fracture and the concrete slab of the floor above to break. In 2022, the Guanghuaya residential project in Shanghai was nearing completion. Some residents noted that some of the exterior walls were uneven and bulging. They were cracking. The fire stairs had started leaking, and the solid wall behind the elevator had been replaced with handrails. On December 15th of 2022, several homeowners went to the headquarters of the developer. Some of them stayed just sit-in because they weren't getting answers. The developer was Shanghai Real Estate Group, which is a state-owned enterprise. The homeowners went to express their concern about the safety of the building. The homeowners were instead dispersed by the Pudong police, and some of the homeowners were detained by police and taken into custody. The entire system of development in China seems to be focused on maximizing cash flow from one project to another. The pre-sales process forms part of the lifeblood of the industry. 
Bank advances during construction are often not used to construct the building, but instead diverted to buy more land for the next project. Now the pre-sale funds are held in a supervised escrow account which is managed by the bank, but after the funds are released by the bank to the developer, there's no oversight as to where the funds are used. This is very different from the way things are operate here in North America. In the U.S. and Canada, the practice is to firewall projects from each other in separate entities, and it's illegal to commingle funds between projects. The net result is that in China, many developers and subcontractors end up being owed money. The entire system of construction in China is very different from what we experience in North America. The land is owned by the government, who sells it to the developer. The land costs make up, on average, about 40.1% of the total project. Taxes account for another 16.7% of the end cost of the home buyer, so more than 57% of the cost of the project is going to local government. In Shenzhen, a city of about 13 million people just outside Hong Kong, more than 70% of the purchase price of the apartments went to the government for the land purchase alone. That was back in 2015. Income from land sales to local government in general has accounted for more than 40% of local government revenues, so the entire system is dependent on the building boom which has now come to a screeching halt. The construction industry in China makes up about 30% of the local economy. Now when buildings are built below standards, there doesn't appear to be any place for homeowners to seek justice. The only recourse is to complain to the developer, which as you might imagine is rarely effective. The construction process is focused on cutting corners on materials. The building inspectors who are tasked with inspecting the quality of the construction are very low-paid workers who rarely have the power to stop the work on a project and even less influence on fixing the problems that they identify. The term tofu dregs was coined by Zhu Rongyi, the former Chinese premier who in 1998 visited a series of poorly built dikes on the Yangtze River. Somehow the phrase has stuck and become part of the vernacular in China to describe poorly built projects. As a developer, I am enormously respectful of the engineers that we have on our projects. They design safety and structural stability into our buildings. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.